I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that strives to know at least a little bit more history every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're talking about a pivotal moment in the ongoing struggle for gay rights, a massive public rally held during the height of the AIDS epidemic. The day was October 11th, 1987. More than 300,000 people took part in the second national march on Washington for lesbian and gay rights. The aim of the march was to demand additional funding for AIDS research and therapy and to call for federal legislation to help prevent discrimination against gay citizens. The march was endorsed by a variety of gay rights proponents, including religious groups, civil rights organizations, political associations, and community activists. At the time, it was the largest such demonstration in American history. The 1987 march was an outcome of the increased visibility and activism of LGBTQ people that had begun in the 1970s. During that pivotal decade, several openly gay politicians won seats in public office, including Kathy Kozachenko, the first out American to ever be elected, as well as Harvey Milk, the first openly gay man elected in California. But for all the progress being made, the pro-gay rights movement also faced plenty of setbacks. Harvey Milk had secured his position as San Francisco's city supervisor by running on a pro-gay rights platform. 
but less than one year after taking office, he was assassinated for that same reason. In 1979, the first National March on Washington for lesbian and gay rights was held. It was organized to mark the 10-year anniversary of the Stonewall Riots and to protest the lenient jail sentence given to Dan White, the man who murdered Harvey Milk. Under the banner of We Are Everywhere, more than 100,000 demonstrators demanded the repeal of anti-gay laws and policies. The rally was the first of a series of protests that would ultimately grow in scope and attendance over the next two decades. The second Gay Rights March took place eight years later, in the fall of 1987. Although it called for many of the same advances as the first march, it was also prompted by the outbreak of the AIDS epidemic in the United States. By 1984, researchers had identified the underlying cause of AIDS, the Human Immunodeficiency Virus, or HIV. But despite that breakthrough, the Reagan administration had been slow to approve further research or the development of therapeutic drugs. By the time of the second march on Washington, the disease had already killed nearly 20,000 people, making Reagan's inadequate response all the more glaring. Another motivating factor behind the 1987 march was a Supreme Court decision from the previous year. In the case of Bowers v. Hardwick, the court had upheld Georgia sodomy laws, which made it a crime for consenting adults of the same gender to have sexual relations, even in the privacy of their own homes. And so, on October 11, 1987, gay rights proponents gathered once again in Washington, D.C. Despite the gray skies and chilly weather, the turnout was more than double that of the previous march. Estimates vary, but the rally's organizers reported somewhere between 300,000 and 500,000 attendees. One of the most moving and widely covered events of the day was the first public display of the Names Project AIDS Memorial Quilt, which took place on the National Mall. At the time, the enormous tapestry was made up of 1,920 fabric panels, each of which was a handmade tribute to a life lost to AIDS. It was a sobering reminder, not only of the impact of the disease, but of the country's continued failure to respond to it appropriately. Besides the march itself, several other events were held in the days before and after October 11th. These included a mass wedding in front of the IRS building on October 10th and a civil disobedience demonstration on the steps of the Supreme Court building on October 12th. Approximately 800 people were arrested at the latter event, but the demonstration, like the march itself, remained peaceful, with no injuries reported. Although it was a cold, gray day in Washington, the crowd at the march remained upbeat, shouting slogans, singing songs, and waving signs as they went. The 20-block route they followed began at the foot of the Washington Monument and stretched all the way to the lawn in front of the U.S. Capitol, where a rally was scheduled to be held. Two of the key speakers that day were gay U.S. representatives Barney Frank and Jerry Studs, both of whom were Massachusetts Democrats. Several allies of the movement spoke as well, including former National Organization for Women President Eleanor Smeal, United Farm Workers Union President Cesar Chavez, and civil rights leader and then-presidential candidate Reverend Jesse Jackson. Late in the afternoon, Jackson highlighted the need to recognize the gay rights movement as a matter of human rights, regardless of one's religious views or political affiliations. 
He said, quote, Let's find a common ground of humanity. We share the desire for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, equal protection under the law. Let's not dwell on distinctions. The events of that weekend had a lasting effect on the LGBTQ movement. It fostered the formation and growth of new national groups, including ACT UP, the AIDS Coalition to Unleash Power, an advocacy group that offers support to AIDS victims. But it also had a tremendous impact on the local level. Many protesters went home and channeled their excitement into founding social and political groups in their own hometowns. Since then, the date of the march, October 11th, has been celebrated all around the world as National Coming Out Day. It's a chance for people of all sexual identities to do what the marchers did all those years ago, to show their pride, to encourage others on their personal journeys, and to tell the world, as one of the march slogans proclaimed, we're not going back. Gay rights now. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a minute and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.